Hello and welcome to the um, Super Rugby quarterfinals preview brought to you by Driving Mall. Hi, I'm Paul, the guy behind Driving Mall, your best place rugby predictions and opinion. And there is no one more opinionated than uh, the man who's joining me this evening, um, all the way from Red's country. Shane, how are you doing, sir? Hey, Gavin Paul. Not Good debate on the program. The uh, so we have got, as I say, we've got the. Uh, regular season out of the way uh, and it's now down to the uh, the finals seven teams down eight to go um 18 weeks of rugby to get rid of seven teams it seems like quite a lot doesn't it really uh, it's it's crunch time paul we've we've got our eight it's took to the virtually the last kick of the the uh the home and away season to get it but uh We've got eight teams, and hopefully they're they're as hungry as I am on a Friday night um, to 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 get stuck into get stuck into what is looking forward to for hopefully good games of rugby on the weekend. Yeah, let's just quickly run through those eight teams. So finishing in top place was the Crusaders, and we've known that for for a while, haven't we? Then behind them came the Lions who overtook the Waratahs. Um, so they switched places and the Lions climbed second, the Waratahs in third. The Hurricanes held on to fourth seed, uh, even though they lost to the Chiefs, who are now who, who, who remained in fifth. Uh, then the Highlanders stayed in sixth. Aguaris stayed in seventh. And the Sharks, uh, as you say, at the very at the death, um, managed to scrabble their way over the Rebels to, 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 go, to claim a fi- eighth and final place. Which means that our four games this weekend, we start on Friday night with the Hurricanes versus the Chiefs, a repeat of what happened last weekend. We then have the Crusaders hosting the Sharks, um, so first versus eighth. Uh, we then head over to Sydney for the Waratahs hosting the Highlanders. And finally, the Lions host the Haguaris over uh, in um, Joburg in South Africa. So, before we actually get into the games, which one of those is wetting the appetite the most for you, Shane? I'm looking forward to the battle of the two cats, the Lions and the Hawaris, the uh, battle of the, the South African um, heavyweights now, as they are, and, um, and the Argentinian lads that um, really have been the, the success story of, of Super Rugby this year. So, it should be really a, a physical physical battle of the forwards yep yeah, I mean, that, that, that should be a cracking one um, we also um, have the, the, the other one that uh, that steps out is that is that opening game the hurricanes versus the chiefs um, because it's very rare that we actually see uh, two club sides play back-to-back games and you wonder how much shadow boxing was happening last weekend uh, and how many more tricks and come out, will, will come out of the uh, Come, come from up the sleeve of the various magicians in, that'll be playing on, on Friday night. So I think those are the two that really whet the appetite um, from my point of view. So let's kick off with that that one. Um, and uh, uh, Jeff Twemeyer Allen will bring up his 100th um, Super Rugby game for the Hurricanes, his 101st game for the Hurricanes, obviously with that extra game against the Lions in there. Um, uh, it's a, a, yeah, it's a, a good, uh, good old innings by him, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's done well, and you got to take your hat off to anybody that makes about a hundred caps in Super Rugby, let alone 
when you get to the big boys that have played the 170s and even the, the wide crockets that have made the 200 and above. So a fair old whack for, for JDA. A fair old whack. And as you say, he's, he's, uh, he starts um, alongside Riccatelli and Toby Smith in that front row. Uh, and they will have uh, a lot of work to do uh, because, yeah, up front obviously is, 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 is where... Uh, a lot of this, uh, the, a lot of rugby games are decided, but this one, no, and this one, no less. So, um, Brad Shields is only bracketed. He may be missing, uh, and uh, Reed Prince might might step in in, in his place. Uh, Gareth Evans at seven, normally an eight. So a bit surprised to see him there, but obviously with Ardi Surveyor out with that ankle injury, um, really is a, they, they're, they're not uh, they're not firing on all cylinders, are they? The, the, the Hurricanes. Yeah, and that, but it shows that in with the New Zealand sides, they can fill in positions. They can work more one more than one position and and fill in the gaps. So, um, I have confidence that that they'll pull off a shift in that. Yeah, I think, but playing with Severe is a bit of a loss. Yes. Yeah. Well, with, with Shields, Evans, and Thompson. You're talking about basically talking three. You're playing three eights or three sixes, um, or, or yeah, two eights and a six. Yet that breakdown battle um, is going to be a key area there because they don't have that natural uh, fighter or the, the, the natural jackaler, as, as, as some people like to say, um, uh, in there. So the, um, I would keep an eye on the breakdown uh, and, and see how many how many uh, players the Hurricanes are throwing in there because that's going to be a, a key point for them. Also. Um, with Hooson uh, having a bit of head knock last weekend, Geordie moves into um, 13, uh, back into the centres rather than the full-back, and we have uh, Julian Sevilla um, back on the wing with Ben Lamb and uh, Milner Scudder. Um, I mean, as always, this is, this is a back line that, if it clicks, uh, can, can rip anyone to pieces, isn't it? It's the most exciting backline in the competition for me, Paul, when they when they really click, and it has been for the last three years. They're, they're an excitement machine when they do some hard yards, and and then it gets to those backs, and they are explosive, and they can uh, cause havoc from anywhere. Um, they are. We got, and if we look at across the, the their opponents, the Chiefs, again another really exciting backline. I mean, Brad Weber. Uh, showed that that his leg in, he's come back for his leg injuries perfectly well last weekend, showing some pace. Uh, Damon McKenzie is restored to the, t- the side uh, with Charlie Nartai outside him and Anton Leonard Brown. So you've you've got yourself there an All Blacks nine, ten, twelve, thirteen um, combination. Uh, Sean Stevenson, uh, Sean Wainui, and uh, Solomon Alamano. Um, and Solomon, a player that a lot of people are saying should be or is challenging for that All Blacks squad. So again, uh, a very exciting back line that can that, that, that can play. I I love watching the Chiefs back line play. There's something very very special that it, it starts with the platform with their forwards. I've mentioned it many times. The way they run at the the angle, which gives D Mac the opportunity to get to his outside and inside backs. Brad Webber's explosive at nine. Charlie Nartai, just watch him in the 22 blo- uh, folks out there because he just crashes it like a bull at a gate. Um, it, it, 
He's one of those crash-running inside centers. The Chiefs, for me, um, I, lo- I love watching him play. Um, and, yeah, as you mentioned, that, that back line, will, they won't be afraid to match it with the Hurricanes either. No, and with Lam Happy opposite Nalatai, we're talking two of the best crash ball uh, centres. Def- well, at least in New Zealand, along, obviously Sonny Williams is, is one of, another one of those. Um, also up front, I mean, Brody Vitalik was there last weekend, but he's there again. We see Sam Kane back, Nathan Harris back. Um, it's not quite a, a, a first choice uh, uh, front eight, uh, but there's, uh, it's definitely better than last weekend. Uh, I can I can just hear Akadaka playing Thunderstruck when with all these boys back in town to to play. And, <laughs> uh, I, I tell you what, uh, it's a good thing that they had a bit of a break last week because they'll be ready to go this week in the finals because um, it's sudden death, sudden death for these two sides. It absolutely is. It is do or die. And one of the things that um, that Colin Cooper was mentioning was that it was important for him to name. A settle a name this side early in the week. He, he wants to have a settled week of preparation. Um, sorry, it's going to it's going to cough. Um, and so there are another five players that were mentioned in the paper that are uh, that, that are sort of coming back from injury that will be available for any semi final if they make it. Um, that he deliberately didn't want to push for this game. Who could have made made this game, but he didn't want to be having late fitness tests. He wanted a settled side that was fully prepared for this game. Um, so. Uh, so that, that that was interesting to hear, um, and yeah, it's going to be th- th- this one should be a cracker. I will be watching this one live, and we'll be post doing post match reactions. So do join me um, for that um, for that one. So two great sides. Um, which where, where, which way are you going? Are you leaning for this one? Well, I'm going to make the people in Hamilton and Rotorua very happy. I'm going to go the Chiefs by one. Chiefs by one. Well. I've gone Chiefs by three. Um, we've had a, a, a bit of a mixture um, from the live chat where we've had people saying uh, from, from, for both sides. And I think, as you can see, with us, um, with, with doing so, yeah, Jack's gone Hurricanes by three. Uh, Alex, uh, Chiefs by five. Uh, so, yeah, it's, as you can see, um, no one's going for more than the score. So th- this one really could come down to um, the bounce of the ball. Uh, one moment of magic and there's plenty of players here who have got um, the ability uh, to, to, to do a bit of magic um, and yes yeah, so I say yeah I've by three a little chat little comment there in the the, the, the chat about um, when still not seen Geordie Barrett at number 12 and Jack's, uh, Alex was saying and Jack saying that uh, uh, if he wants to play 12 he'll have to move somewhere else Look, I think Geordie's backing himself to play to, to be an All Black number twelve, uh, and well, and first choice All Black number twelve. That's that, that's what he's backing himself to be, uh, and so yeah, he's not going to worry uh, about a club competition. I mean, no matter how good Lamap he is, he's not going to worry about the fact that uh, that he can't get past somebody to get into that twelve jersey if he if he thinks he can be the All Blacks twelve. Um, let's be honest. Do you feel he's done okay at thirteen? Um, I'm not convinced with him at 13, uh, but then we're talking. It's just the, the having the extra time from 15 to choose where and when he injects himself. Um, it's a bit like Damien McKenzie. It's taken him a long. It's taken him 
uh, at least half, if not three quarters of the season, to, to, to actually get comfortable in that 10 jersey. Uh, and again, uh, let's be honest, Super Rugby is a big step up from my to 10 cup. And the amount of time you get there in, 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 uh, if you're in, in those closer lines is, is much less. Um, and I think it would take a few, um, uh, yeah, a few games, or maybe half a season for him to get comfortable and for us to really see what he can uh, and what he can't do there, to be honest. Yeah. So next up, um, we have the Crusaders versus Sharks. And we've not got the Sharks lineup yet. Um, as, as we normally don't by the South African, South African teams for these for these ones, but we do have um, the Crusaders one, um, and uh, good to see uh, Franks and Taylor back, but no uh, no Moody. Well, it's, it's always good to see big big Franks back, and, and um, Taylor's very very good, um, probably the best talker in the competition, in my opinion. Um, no Moody. Uh, why is that, Paul? Is that due to injury or? Yeah, so Moody, I think I think it's down to injury um, because yeah, any suspensions and stuff have all been um, have all gone, haven't they? So yes, yeah, so I think he's missing because of injury. Um, so and that's why I mean him and Franks have had quite a lot. have had a lot of time out of the game uh, this season. Um, so I um, mean, for Franks, it's not going to be uh, it's it's lack of game time. Uh, you got your only kind of worry. It's not going to be about. Uh, it's going to. It's not going to be about him uh, being tired at this this time. It's um, about enjoying the run out, isn't it? Oh, well, it's, it's. He needs. He needs to run out. He needs a game time. My concern would be that he's yeah, undercooked, um, potentially. And we also see Scott Barrett come back. Now, there's a man who has needed a week off for rest, um, and will come back better. Um, unlike, um, I say, unlike Franks, who's had plenty of time there. Um, and it just means that they've got a stronger bench with uh, um, Al Alatoa um, on the, coming off the bench. Um, you've got to, yeah, it's, uh, it, 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 and, and Luke Romano. That bench is uh, is scarily strong, isn't it? Oh, it is. And, of course, none other than my good mate, Wyatt Crockett as well. Uh, it's, it's scary what the Crusaders have got on their bench as finishers. Um as well as what they've put on the park for years. I've, I've um, hit under the blankets many times when the Crusaders have played Aussie sides. Um, they're immense. They're fantastic to watch. Um, and, yeah, looking forward to getting down to the, the courthouse hotel and meeting the guys and, and watching the game and having a good yarn over it. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that there's going to be probably one favourable result. Yeah, there's only one result, isn't there? Let's be honest. Um, sure, yes, the Crusaders are missing a couple of players in the uh, in, in, in their pack, maybe. But the back line of Bryn Hall, Moanga, Crotty, Goodhue, and then Bridge, Tamanavalu, and Avali in the backs is pretty is yeah, is is their first choice back line. Uh, sure, Israel Dag has dropped out of the 20, match day 23 entirely, um, but with Mattielli, um Mitchell Drummond's come off the bench. Yeah, it's it's a very comfort. It's it's a nice a nice place to be. Um, the um, unbiased rugby. Oh my word! Um, I took my crazy pills. Uh, set my super brief for shark to win by five. Uh, yes, unbiased rugby. I'm afraid. Yeah, those are crazy pills. Um, and I think you're going to be the only person who doesn't uh, uh, doesn't go for crusaders. I mean, Alex and Jack have both gone crusaders by twenty in the chat. 
Um, the I, we, that's what this Sharks team they did beat the Blues in Auckland. They had a decent second run out in in, in New Zealand. Um, uh, they've got players like the Beast who popped um, the uh, who um, oh I can't remember who it was last weekend. Oh, one of the Haguaris, uh, the Haguaris prop totally out of the scrum last weekend. I, they they're, they're no mugs, are they? The Sharks really? No, they're not. They're, the Sharks, they're a side that can play rugby. People, they can they can play some very good rugby. They beat three out of four New Zealand sides in the home and away season, and nearly beat the Hurricanes. It took some, some you know, some ill discipline there to, to lose to them. So, I just think though the travel this week um, and the preparation that that would have taken out of them against the Crusaders is just probably a, a little bit too much to ask. And um, if I'd, I'd love to see the Sharks turn up, get physical, match it with the Crusaders. But I think that, you know, the the the, the home ground advantage um, in Christchurch is probably going to be way too much for an ask. Yep, no, you've got to agree with that. The, um, is the, the, I mean, one of the things that um, the, the, the Crusaders have managed to do is they've managed to rest players... Um, this uh, um, uh, the, the, uh, for, for, for last weekend, whereas with the Sharks were still trying to qualify and so had to um, put put out their full their full their full full strength side, so everyone had to had to play. The also um, you say that travel factor uh, does is is massive. Whilst you say they they won three out of four games against New Zealand opposition, true, but they only won one game away away from home all season. Uh, and they haven't faced Crusaders this and they year. Haven't faced Crusaders either. So, um, so they haven't. So yeah, they're, they're, they're away form ha- and that's, has 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 been woeful um, this season. And let's also be honest, they, they are the, the, the team. They're definitely going to be nominated as one of the teams, one of the most disappointing teams this season. We were expecting um, them to be challenging the Haguaris. Sorry, not challenging the Lions um, for top place in this conference. And they've never been in that situation. Uh, they've never been out of races this, this season. So, the um, yeah, I can't. I, but uh, maybe, and just maybe, as Andre says in the in the, in the chat, with those um, those wins over over those New Zealand teams, maybe 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 we'll be more competitive than than we're perhaps giving them credit for. Um, but they haven't been putting in the results for us that, that would correctly give us that. Uh, that belief, I don't believe. No, well, when they came and um, played the, the Rebels, for example, in Melbourne, there was a lot of guts, but the Rebels ran all over them. And the next week when they went to Canberra, they were lucky to get the bonus point for, for finishing within seven. Um, Harawa and the Brumbies just kicked penalties from <laughs> almost um, either half of halfway, mate. So, I mean, you know, those are two big um, games that they should have really been a lot closer in. Um, so they fumbled a, a lot of games and 
to be honest, you know, I like the Sharks and respect them wholeheartedly as a team. But they were very lucky that it that the last um, game of the season went their way to, you know, and they're, they're very lucky to be in the eight. They are, and we'll get on to the Haguaris and their South African form uh, later. But, um, so yeah, so we're all going Crusaders there, uh, but, uh, yeah, the, and... Uh, but maybe by not the th- maybe it's not the thrashing. Maybe I've, I managed to talk myself into believing it's actually not going to be the thrashing that I thought it was going to be. Um, after that, um, we, uh, we we have the uh, the Waratahs um, hosting the Highlanders, and looking at the Waratahs lineup, uh, yep, pretty much um, uh, first choice in there, except obviously missing Hooper still uh, to injury. Well, let's. Um Hooper was missed at the breakdown, particularly in Sydney last week against the Brumbies. And as I, I think I mentioned last week, I, Aussie rugby fans know the Brumbies will be up for anything when it comes to a derby. Um, and they're usually up for anything anyway. They're a very good side. Um, so the, the loss will have hurt the Waratahs and they've got to you know but they've got to get on with it and chaps you've got to get on with it because you're playing the Highlanders with um, some very big name players coming back in particularly the two Smiths yeah and before we get up go move, move on to the, the Highlanders a starting lineup uh, we've there's, there's, there's lots of Wallabies in there um, and in the back line um, look, looks absolutely fine with Phipps Foley uh, Bill Rona and then Naivoro Newsom Falau. Naivoro currently lead, the leading try scorer in the competition. Um, it's up front where we got those the big question marks, um, and are they a bit lightweight? Uh, and particularly when we look at um, what's coming off the bench in sort of Brad Wilkin, only four, only, only four Super Rugby caps to his name. Um, Tom Stanley fourth, sixteen, um, and uh, so yeah, so you got it. It's it's. That bench doesn't fill you with confidence, and they're going to they're going to need a big shift by that by that starting age, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I think my old school mate Paddy Ryan's on the on the bench for the the Waratahs. Okay, mate. Um, so he's. A, so you went to school with Paddy Ryan. I did. Oh. I did. I saw his parents the other day. <laughs> they're great people. Paddy's a great bloke, um, but. Um, so um, I think I think when you they're just yeah look the leadership in their in their in their um, starting eight obviously has got to be spot on. I think Rob Simmons has had a good few last few weeks. He's been at the top of his game. I think Hannigan has been as well. Um, we've seen Will Miller. Um, really a potential wallaby for the future um, but he's probably going to have a lot of work cut out this week the breakdown um, so excuse me <coughs> um, there's a fight on their hands and you know they would have wanted to have gone into this game beating the Brumbies last week which would have helped their confidence immensely the back line is a wonderful backline with Beal and Foley and Falau, and um, 
<coughs> Israel Flowers got to focus on the game, um, obviously, and not the uh, juicy contract Dust Queenslanders are looking to table to him next year. So it's the ball's in their court, Paul. No, I, I think mean, the, the, the home side haven't been great, as it's been mentioned in the in the chat. But they, I mean, last weekend they did rest a whole bunch of players, uh, and we do are seeing Ben Smith, Aaron Smith, Luke Whitelock, Elliot Dixon, um, Ash Dixon, and uh, Rob Thompson all come back into the uh, the match day twenty three uh, with Ash Dixon on the bench. The rest of those guys starting. I mean, Rob Thompson, a lot of people saying the best uh, centre um, in the competition. Um, Luke Whitelock, obviously, uh, getting it, get, um, the, the signing All Black for the the Gene Internationals. Um, pardon me, um, Aaron Smith and Ben Smith, massive players to lose. Naholo showed a bit more form last weekend. Um, this is a team that is actually uh, that whilst they, they they haven't shown um, their best form, maybe maybe that weekend off was 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 what uh, quite a lot of those players needed. Yeah, I think so. I mean. Uh, I think, you know, you'll always find with people like Aaron and Ben Smith um, that they will just be confident from the get-go. Um, ben Smith, I just right over Falao's a fullback, actually. Um, Falao's a very good fullback. Um, ben Smith is, I believe, the world standard. Uh, so, you know, um, you'll have a very attacking back line. They can put points on. They can defend very well, as it's been proven many times. Three years ago, a standard gauge was that when these two met at the semi-final level, was that the Waratahs started as favourites, being the champions from 2014. And it turned out to be a big Highlanders victory. You never underestimate the Highlanders. Um, if you do, it's at your own peril. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we've also got people. I mean, like this is Lima Wanga's um, last uh, oh, last hurrah. Can he can he leave with a uh, second Super Rugby title under his belt? Um, he'll be looking at trying to go as as deep as possible um, before he gets the, before he gets an off season uh, and. You got these Ty Wald and Rob Thompson, two young guys in there. Um, but again, we, it, it's going to require those that that uh, that front eight um, to 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 win the breakdown battle um, with Lima Squire, um, James Lentes, and uh, Luke Whitelock. It's a bit surprised to see Shannon Frizzell on the bench um, and not starting. Obviously, was in the All Blacks uh, setup um, for June. Um, so yes, there's, there's also and with Elliot Dixon also on that bench and Ash Dixon, there's also some qualities come off that bench. So yeah, this is a Highlanders tie that can that, that will go the full eighty. Uh, and if the Tars, and one of the things we've said is that that Tars bench doesn't look the strongest. So yeah, look at the, if uh, if this is close, come sixty minutes, then it's, it's going to be definitely uh, Highlanders favourites um, because they do have the the, the better bench, um, particularly particularly in the forwards, I believe. Yeah, and that those um, bench players for the Highlanders will get plenty of minutes, um, probably from 50 onwards to, to the 80, um, with those three players you mentioned. I think Tolu Lado and Paddy will probably get 
25, 30 minutes off the bench themselves. So, um, the, 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 the work rate and, and of the shifts will be an element uh, as to how the game's won. I'm actually, to be honest, I'm going for the Highlanders here and I'm, I'm putting double digits um, as Ooh. a victory. So how many? How, how big are double digits? Well, they won by 18 in that 2015 game that I mentioned, so I'm going to go close to 15 to 18 this time. Wow. Alex has gone for Highlanders uh, by 7. Jack Darby has Highlanders by, by 15. Christian's gone Highlanders by 12. Um, so they're all with you. Rugby Nation... He's gone tiles by eight, and Andre's gone tiles by five. So there's, there are some home um, home supporters as well in there. Personally, I've got Highlanders by five. Um, the, yeah, the the home advantage, plus also that I say the Highlanders haven't shown great um, uh, uh, great form coming into this one. Uh, so we, there's a bit of an unknown as to how they're going to play. Um, so, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah I'm going Highlanders by five um, in this one. And we'll see how that uh, how that pans out. Final game of the um, of the round, and so far we've uh, we've been uh, on the same side of the of, of the coin on all these all these picks. Um, is the Lions versus the Haguaris? Now, coming out of the international break, we thought the Haguaris had a good chance of overtaking the Lions at that top spot. But there's South. Oh, sorry, we haven't got the lineups for either of these two teams because they'll probably be announced in a couple of hours' time. Um, but one of the uh, we, we thought the Haguaris could overtake the Lions but the Haguaris um, form in South Africa um, has really let them down it has been poor uh, they haven't won a game in South Africa this season uh, all their four uh, away, get, away wins were in Australia and New Zealand um, that's got to be a concern for them going into this game hasn't it yeah particularly the fact that they had a 19-0 lead against the Bulls in Pretoria two weeks ago and blew blew it like they would in Vegas. <laughs> uh, you know, the this is a very good side. They are, to be honest, the success story of this campaign in terms of what they've achieved, given that the underachievement in the last couple of years... Um, they had that big run. Now the honeymoon period is over, um, so it's it's back to nitty gritty. And and the Lions are, are like the Hurricanes, and in in many respects, they've got a good mobile forward pack, and their backs are exciting, and they're dangerous if you make mistakes. So uh, you know the. No doubt the the Hawaris will match them physically in the forwards. It'll be up to them to offer enough creativity for the backs, and that's that's where it's going to come down to. It's going to come down to points, dis, points and discipline for Maple. Yeah, it's, I, I've got to be concerned by the Hawaris' form in, in South Africa. I mean, um, uh, Brent uh, has said that Jaguar Jags have lost confidence, it seems, after getting lashed by Wales. But obviously, that was Puma's, not Hagarai's, but they're very similar um, uh, members of the team. But 
they came back after that June break, won their home game um, quite convincingly, uh, and which, which made made they'd won seven, meant they'd won, won seven on the trot, two in Australia, two in New Zealand, then three at home, uh, and everything looked fine heading off to uh, to South Africa, um, and then they lost to the Sharks and um, and then lost to the Bulls, as you say. Oh, sorry, lost to the Bulls and then lost to the Sharks. 19-0 up against the Bulls off the back of seven consecutive wins and you're thinking yep everything's in ship shape everything's rolling fine and then it just fell apart um, and, it, and they haven't managed to get things back together again um, the one thing I would put in the Haguaris uh, camp though is the Argentinians have shown that uh, time and again um, that emotion can be a really big factor for them um, we saw that with that win in South Africa uh, was it last year or the year before when it was a, it was an anniversary they had all, a lot of the original players from that from that anniversary game there and they stood up and they beat the they beat the box this is the first time the Hagarais have made the finals there will be a lot of emotion there will be a lot of um, uh, stuff a lot of things in there a lot of um, team spirit yeah. a lot of team spirit in this and to me that's the only thing that's given me any kind of hope that the Haguaris could win this one uh, to me is, is, is that emotion factor well when you talk about emotion I think of um, proud Mary rolling 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 down the river and that's what they gotta do they they gotta listen to that song before they uh, start the game <laughs> and 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 feel that energy, feel that team spirit, you know, and and just go out there and do you because the Hawaris are the only side from the Argentinian nation. They're also going to try and do Argentina proud as well, and 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 I know that Argentinian sides are very physical. They're not going to give up easy. Um, they're going to fight for every scrap and um, the, never give up. And, and that's what they've got to do. And, and they've got a good set of forwards. Moyano, um, I think, uh, from memory, is, a, is Moyano, their leading try scorer. Um, I'm not sure about that Mo, one. But... Moyano, um, forgive me. Uh, no, I think no, no, I but no, it's, yeah, it's good. I, the, the, if, if, you, if you're a coach, come, come to the driving more of your coaching tips. And as we said earlier on, that Tanner Manga needed to be playing Let's Get Physical in the changing rooms before the Blues went out. And now we have the song for the Haguaris before they go out. Yeah, it's, it's all about the song you play in the changing rooms. It's, it's, and that's all that matters in coaching. Um, and you get the best coaching tips here on driving more. So, um, no, it, it's, it is, the, the Haguaris back line with, but Buffelli, etc. Buffelli, exciting, yes. um, uh, and uh, you've got to say that the the Lions are uh, the Lions have not been the side they were the last two years. Let's be honest. Um, the loss of of Ackerman as, as a coach has has definitely uh, they, they've definitely felt that. Now the only question, uh, so so to me, the big thing that uh, to, to upset the Lions here would be. If they can get after the Yankees and, and knock him off his game, because he's shown he is someone who doesn't like the pressure, so that's what they would have to do. Um, and but I mean, I do take Alex Alex's point in the chat. 
if they can't beat the lesser South African um, teams in South Africa, then how can we expect them to beat the top South Africa side, uh, South African side in South Africa? And it's very true. Um, so hence, I'm going to go Lions by three. I don't have a lot of confidence. I, I say the Lions, my, my confidence in the Lions has been shot. I mean, losing to the Blues at home uh, is shocking. I'm a, and I'm a Blues supporter. Uh, so um, that, that, that was, the, that, that, that's, uh, and only beating someone's by, I think it's like two points at home, uh, is, is shocking as well. Those, those kind of results are the ones that mean I've lost faith uh, in this Lions side. They aren't the same team they were. Um, but also the fact that the Hagurais haven't won in South Africa this year uh, and they've played all of the uh, all four South African sides there um, raises a big question mark as to how they can get up over the Lions. So it's, it, I guess in some ways I can't see either side winning this one. Um, it's, it's a question of which ones are going to lose it most. Well, uh, which cat is hungry and looking for the prey? <laughs> I think for me, Paul, I... I um, you know, you, you, you're right, the Ackerman factor this year hasn't been there. Um, we have a saying here in the land of Oz that no one remembers who finishes runners-up. They only remember who came first, who won the thing. And there's... Sloppy seconds, but I've never heard of sloppy thirds, so they don't really want to finish runners-up again this year. Um, and, and, mate, I love watching the Lions. They're, they're, they are a good side. They they can play some fantastic rugby when they are on top of the world. Um, but, um, you know, yeah, my confidence in the Lions has also been a bit wary. I think they'll win by about seven. Um, but it'll be tough, physical, um, and, yeah, but I'm still, this is the game I'm looking forward to the most. So, yeah, so, so I mean, Andre um, is, is, is expecting the Lions to win this one. Unbiased Rugby has gone Lions by eight. Uh, Christian's gone Hagiwaris by two, so there are a few, a couple out there who think that Hagiwaris um, will uh, will win. But yeah, that's it will definitely be an upset if the Hagiwaris do win. Um, to be to be fair, the the Lions have got uh, the experience at this level. Um, the Hagiwaris haven't won in South Africa, uh, and it's 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 at altitude in Joburg. Yeah, um, Lions. Uh, but but I've, I've gone by three just purely because I say I've, I've lost faith. Um, to a certain degree in, in, in what they're doing there so um, so we've agreed on all four games then so uh, everybody it's going to be uh, the Chiefs the the, uh, the Crusaders the Highlanders and the Lions uh, winning these games uh, so we can expect then that the Crusaders will be hosting the Chiefs and the Lions will be hosting the Highlanders um, come next weekend so there we go um, that's the uh, uh, that, that, that's your driving more um, predictions um, please do uh, we're, we're not pro gambling here so please don't don't uh, take that to the bookies um, yes, uh, and definitely don't use any money that you can't afford to lose so there you go that's our that, that, that's our predictions and our preview um, this week any other things you're kind of looking forward to this weekend well uh, no it's just one of those um, things finals fever um, 
And, you know, it's a different kind of Saturday night fever to those that are going to the discos. But uh, we love it. And, uh, yes, let's let's get into it and see how we go. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to the, the opening game tomorrow night, uh, the Hurricanes versus the Chiefs. Um, I'll be watching that one live and I'll try and get on straight away after that game for post-match reaction. Um, so please do, um, so do join me then tomorrow night straight after the game. Uh, I'll be across all these channels, YouTube, um, Periscope slash Twitter, uh, and Facebook. So um, get in there uh, and, uh, and join me and let me know your comments about the game. Always up for Gola Rugby Chats. You can catch me at Driving Mall on Twitter uh, or comments down below on whichever uh, platform you're watching. Please do share, like, thumbs up, heart, all of that kind of wonderful stuff. Um, we really do um, appreciate your uh, uh, your support in this uh, uh, of our content. I mean, hey, there's no point doing it if you guys aren't going to watch um, and, uh, and provide feedback, so please do. Uh, it is all appreciated. And also, actually, yeah, this also goes out as a, per- as, as, as a podcast. I forgot that. So if you prefer listening rather than watching, don't uh, forget you can also get it on your favourite podcasting apps. Um, and you, obviously you can leave us a five-star review and all that kind of stuff on there. That would be amazing. Um, so please do. And uh, enjoy. What, oh, sorry. First, Shane, I'm, I'm sorry. Thank you, sir, for being my guest tonight and uh, part of the team and joining us. Um, this evening. Thanks for having me, Paul. Um, I really uh, enjoyed coming on and, and uh, talking about a, a very intriguing final series. And don't forget, you, you can see below, just like can believe me, there, my uh, my Twitter handle, Shane's Twitter handle's there as well, school of mates. Uh, so so catch it, uh, hit him up on Twitter for if you want to talk rugby as well. Um, we both love to have a rugby chat. So uh, enjoy whatever rugby you're watching this weekend. <laughs>